Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the loud pedal. We have a special guest tonight. The cracking Ryan Creighton is with us. Also, PBR, Josh Schaefer, Big Daddy, Mike Clark Griswold, and of course, me, the mouth. So, what's Don't up, Ryan? How you been? Uh, nothing. We're just trying to put the uh, PA spec car together, get it ready for New Egypt. Um, we have to work on the speedster, try and get that ready for action track, and work on the big block over there for uh, Georgetown on Friday. So you're a busy boy already. Yeah, I've been out in the garage all day. Yeah, so I'm just gonna well, jump right in. I'm just gonna jump right into it, Ryan. So we got to know what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the new Bridgeport? How do you like it? Well, well the new Bridgeport it, it blew my expectations out out of the water from uh, the the first moment that I took the track. Um, I mean, I, I didn't even see see the track other than the pictures that were put out um, until I hit the track for warm-ups. And um, Doug did a really, uh, really great job with that track. It's The racing surface is nice, smooth. Um, most of the time it has multiple grooves, uh, really good racing, and, and it really puts on a show for the fans. I mean, there's there's not many tracks out there that you're grinding your, your rub rail on the uh, – outside yeah. yeah which mine is is ground down over there on my spec car there you go, guys took, last weekend you guys took the big block and the small block down there right uh we were planning to um however last minute decision saturday morning we decided not to uh take the big block which is probably um a great decision uh after seeing the pile up on the front stretch <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that was a it, yeah, I mean, I, I broke in the heat race. I, I broke uh, the the yoke on the um, transmission, um, so the drive shaft was spinning. The U-joints broke. So we didn't have enough time to get that ready for the Concy since I didn't finish the heat, um, which that put us out of the show since we weren't able to make it back out for the Concy. Now, if I brought the big block out there, I would have taken my big block out for the Concy, been in the show, and who knows, I could have been in that. Uh, yeah, that's con- true. So um, we, we were for, fortunate not to bring it. But, I, I mean, the next race down there, we're going to bring the big block. Um, we didn't get the test sessions that we wanted to on, on Saturday. Um, however, we will have a Carter race for the uh, Super Dirt Show when they go down there on the uh, 29th, I believe. Yep. Yeah, I've actually been talking to a few of the uh, Dirt Series drivers, and, and they're, they're excited for, for the uh, – new track at Bridgeport they were asking how it was and uh I was just telling them that it's just as good as the uh highlight real shows and and that's saying something you want to name what drivers uh you spoke to I'll keep I'll keep that to myself for now but um <laughs> are uh, they I, in the T.O. chassis family uh some some aren't 
Um, Does one guy drive, drive for Ray Grant by any chance? Uh, <laughs> ask me <laughs> about it. Um, I did too much detail with him. But no, my my friend Tyler and uh, Jack were asking about Bridgeport since they weren't um, they haven't had the chance to venture down south. So I talked to Tyler quite a bit about it. Um, he's excited to come down. Uh, Jack Laner's excited to come down. Um, yeah, shoot, the Super Dirt guys will put on a spectacular show, and it, it's going to be really interesting to see a whole field of big blocks out there. Yeah, I mean, um, all on three, four wide too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, from mo- most people wouldn't realize that most of the cars that are um, out in, in the field at Bridgeport are all spe- or mostly spec cars, besides um, a few of their regulars. And and la- last time Ryan Watt and Lawbach had uh, big blocks, um, mm-hmm. but at pretty much everyone else has spec motors at that track. Now, do you think that now Bridgeport's given a, a weight advantage to not advantage, but they cut the big block weight? You think you'll see more? more guys try the big blocks or you still think they're going to stick with the spec small blocks? I, I think you'll see uh, more guys experiment with the big blocks. Um, however, us personally, I, I think I'm going to be taking the spec car um, there for, for quite a while. Unless, uh, I mean, I could go out at the super dirt series show and think that the big blocks much better. Um, but for now, I, I think I'm going to be taking the spec and until, um, we think that there's a definite advantage for the big blocks, but right right now I think there's still a slight advantage for the specs. Um, but when when a big block gets out front, it's going to be really hard to pass them. What's the advantage in the turns for the spec small block carrying through the turns a little better? Less so the, spin. The, this it's not not really about the spin; it's more about the uh, agility of the spec motor. Um, there's a lot less weight in the front of the car, which means that you can maneuver a lot easier and you, you could it's a lot easier to drive um and easier to race with um than the big block but the the big block definitely has an advantage down the straightaways it's going to carry more straightaway speed and w- with the banking the way it is and how it propels you down down the uh hill um towards the straightaway it's it's it could end up being an advantage pretty shortly but um for right now i'm gonna keep going there with going there with the spec Hey, Mike, do you want to ask him about the heat cycle on his tires there or no? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good with the heat cycles. <laughs> All right. You got that down pat, do you, buddy? You <laughs> got that down pat. So, it should what, be so a, what's your plan? Oh, go ahead, Brian. It should be a great mixed group of guys down there. Like you said, the SDS guys are coming down, some of you uh, Bridgeport regulars and all that stuff. should be very interesting. should be a lot of fun, too. Mm-hmm. So we're all looking forward to that. There's going to be a lot of drivers um, that are going to go down. However, with the Super Dirt Series, you need to have uh, – well, Bridgeport has dirt legal bodies. Um, right. All of them should be dirt legal uh, with from the tracks around here. Um, but some guys aren't, aren't going to want to get Hoosiers, and some guys down here only have spec motors that, that have been racing at Bridgeport. So it should be interesting to see which guys they get. I think they're going to have a good field of cars there, and they're, they're going to put on a pretty good show as well. Yeah, I agree. We're all looking forward to it. Are you going to run double duty since the Speedsters will be there that night, too? Uh, No, no. uh, We're going to keep the Speedster to action track all year. Um, We're not going to venture down to Bridgeport with the Speedster. So uh, as of right now, um, 
but we're just going to try and get a handle on things down at uh, Cutstown, see how it is, get a little bit better, work on it. Um, it it's very hard to com- to compete with with Timmy and uh, Billy. They they have action, or and even Steve Buckwalter, they have that track on lockdown. Um, so we're we're just going to continue to fine tune our car. Um, we we've been getting better every week. The first week that we raced the speedster actually broke in both features. Um, but then the last week we ended up winning the heat race from third. And then we, uh, started, I think seventh or ninth in, in the feature. We were up to about, we probably would have come home with about a sixth place finish, but the car in front of me stalled before we got to the start finish line coming to the checkered. So that cost me about six spots, but, um, Getting better, getting better every week, so we can only. So Coastal, you'll be at Coastal the rest of the year, here on out. Uh, with the speedster, we we believe. Um, okay. So so we're gonna try and get a handle on things, get the car better, and and uh, try and compete with those guys a little bit more. Those uh, the speedsters are USAC sanctioned, aren't they? Yeah, they are. You're pretty familiar with USAC. Yeah, I I, I did my fair share of USAC races. Yes, you did. Off. See, there you go. Hey, Josh, you could chime in and ask him, you know, anything you want there. I, I'm just, just taking it in, man. I mean, uh, like I said, we did watch you watch you do pretty well in, uh, in, the, in that heat race at Action Track. You kind of, once you got out in front, man, there was no looking back. Everyone was just trying to chase you around there. I mean, uh, and with Action Track, especially, is that like your first like your first experiences there at Action Track then? No, no. Actually, um, in between when we were transitioning from, uh, asphalt and open wheel. We uh, ran the speedster to get my feet wet in the dirt because I, I haven't, I hadn't really had any dirt track experience prior to that. Um, we mainly did we raced USAC midgets um, on asphalt, uh, and then we went up to NEMA. And the same year that we went to NEMA, we we did Kutztown as well in in a speedster that was probably about six years ago, 2014. Yeah, 2014. Um, was when we did did the speedster um, while I was running NEMA, and then from there we just went into we did part time dirt modified, part time asphalt late model, and uh, I just grew really fond of the dirt modified. So now now we're here with a bunch of tos in my garage, and uh, <laughs> there's no looking back now. Yeah, so you so you've got sort of like your feet wet already with that, so it's kind of just like not something that you just were like ah let me just hop on into the speedster here and just give it a shot so you you know it's kind of good you already have some sort of footing in it so and you can just use that your past experiences then to help you right now too which is always good yeah well i i mean that that was a long time ago i mean we've it, it was it's hard to remember what we were doing back then um but yeah. luckily we, we have a bunch of friends that race that either race speedsters recently or race them now that could get us uh, pointed in the right direction to where to go. Um, Pat Bueller's one of those guys. He raced speedsters for the last couple of years, and he's been helping us fine-tune the speedster, get a little bit better every week, gave us a basic setup the first week we got there. Um, and I, I think that we're just going to keep on playing with it and, and try to get it better and better, and hopefully we can be in victory lane. It cuts down in front of the, uh, the great fans that come there every Wednesday. So exactly what is a speedster, like a three-quarter sprint car, or what is that? What is it exactly? Um, I wouldn't compare it to uh, really anything. Um, 
it's, it's its own thing. It's it, yeah, it's its own thing. I, I mean, it, it drives more similar to a modified than it does any open okay. wheel car that that I've driven. That's um, pretty interesting, actually. I didn't think it. I didn't think it would be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, a lot I've of driven, modified guys will adapt to it. Then that's why. Yeah, I mean, I, I've driven dirt mo- or, or dirt sprint cars only wingless. I haven't raced driven any winged ones, but we also raced uh, dirt midgets out in Indiana for a couple okay. of races, and and um, it drives completely different than those cars. It, it, the closest thing driving wise that I can compare it to is the is my spec car, but um, <laughs> yeah, my my mo- the modifieds. I I mean, it's it's hard to see with. When looking at them, that that's the closest thing that they drive to, but it is. But it, I mean, it's its own category of of, uh, of a type of car. But um, I mean, it, it's sim- similar in some ways to a midget, similar in some ways to a sprint car, and then similar in other ways to a modified. Um, but Richie Tobias really, yeah, it's his deal through and through. All his stuff in it. Um, so I mean, with him coming from the dirt modified world and. Um, well, it's, look who his dad is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Chassis back in the day, but um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of similarities similarities to the modifieds, a lot to uh, other types of open wheel cars. But um, I mean, most open wheel cars they they'll use uh, torsion bars both in the front and the rear, um, and then and then these these things are all four coiled up. Um, actually, yeah, like everything's stock. Everything has to come from Tobias everything um yeah everything's all in-house with that thing so everyone's supposed to have the same stuff out there which kind of makes it uh what series was that back in the day the uh with the cup drivers where they all have the same irock series yeah irock series the irock series it's it's very similar to to that as in we all have the same equipment everything comes from tobias uh you have to get the track fuel uh you have to run you have a choice of shocks that all come from Tobias, all the same, a choice of springs. So he's trying to even it out for all these guys. And, it, I, I mean, it shows in, in the show that those guys put on. It really brings out the driver in those guys. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're definitely fun to watch you guys go at it in those. So yeah. what's what's the plans of the Modifieds for the rest of the year? Do you have uh, you have a schedule? Are you going to run New Egypt the rest of the year? Are you going to kind of pick and choose shows? What's What's the plan? Uh, right now, it looks like weekly every Saturday night we'll be at New Egypt since most of the other tracks or most of the tracks are doing handicapping except, except for Bridgeport. Um, I'm not quite sure whether they're going to go back to handicapping or if they're going to continue with the draw like they've been doing for the last few shows. But um, as for right now, we're, we're going to be going to New Egypt for every, for the Saturday shows. Um, currently, I believe they're doing points. I'm sitting in second in points there. Um, behind Danny Buck, and uh, well, we've been pretty good there the last couple couple weeks. We've been experimenting with that car, trying some new things, and uh, last week we learned some really good information with with what we're doing, and we're just going to fine tune it a little bit more to get the car faster and faster. Now I don't, I'm not really up to date on the New Egypt rules, but can you run a big block at New Egypt? Yeah, yeah. So New Egypt has a pretty open open rule book where anybody can come in. Um, however, spec motors can get uh, can utilize tail panels. So if if you have a spec on gas or alcohol, you have to weigh 2275 and 2350 um, w- with respect. And then um, those motors get to have tail panels. 
if you bring an open 360, it has to weigh 2450 and you have to use, you can't use sales, you have to use windows. So like um, the standard window car like I have here. Um, and then with open 430s and big blocks, I believe it's 2500 or 2550. I think 2550 with an open 430 and then a big block can weigh 2500. I'm not quite sure. We haven't really planned that far ahead with bringing anything like that. But those cars also have to use windows. Um, so but you, the you still, get quite a weight advantage with this with the small block then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we starting off on on gas, we can weigh 2275, and if the car burns less gas, so we don't have to put as much in the car itself. So that's uh, gas weighs roughly six pounds a gallon. So if the alcohol cells are being filled up full at 24 gallons, they have to, they're roughly, that's over 120 pounds. Um, weight or, fuel. Yeah, it's, it's around like 130, 140 pounds with fuel. And we only have to put about eight or nine gallons in. So we're about 50, pound, 50 pounds, roughly 60 pounds at the beginning of the race than alcohol cars. And then we also have an additional 75 pound weight break on top of that running gas. So um, the difference between spec and alcohol is is big. And then uh, between the 430s and, and the opens and the big blocks, that weight advantage is is definitely big. But once you get to like bigger tracks where, where like Georgetown and stuff, you're definitely going to want to bring a big block or something else, even having to weigh 2,500 pounds instead right, of uh, the straightaways down there. You're going to need the speed. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, with Brett series, he's he is a pretty simple thing. It's spec on gas, twenty two seventy five, alcohol twenty three fifty, open three sixty twenty four hundred, um, four thirty twenty five hundred, big block twenty five hundred. So, I mean, the weight break is big, but at a certain point, that power is going to make up for yep. that that weight difference. But it really depends on the track when whenever that's going to um, be a big difference or not yeah so like your georgetown or your delmar your your half mile tracks you're going to want the big block compared to like well i guess uh cody said you guys take a big block when you go to uh baps as well because of the long straightaways correct yeah yeah we take a big block when we go to baps How, however yeah. orange um, county too yeah or, orange county definitely big block um unless it's a deo show then i would probably take an open 360 to orange county and pop, if, I mean, if you're ever, yeah, if they're ever going to have a North series, because uh, New York right now is a hot mess. Yeah, I, ju I just saw that they uh, closed down the drive-in at Orange County, which doesn't yeah. really make sense. Brett was not happy about that, and I was on his side. Oh, that's saying something. That's saying, <laughs> that's saying a lot. A couple churches burnt down that day, too, when I said that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Pennsylvania looks like they're they're tightening some restrictions. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure what they're doing or what they're planning on doing, but New, New Jersey, we haven't heard anything from the, the government that they're planning on shutting down. I mean, our, our case level in Jersey seems to be pretty level. Um, we don't have a large spike like some of the other states, so it, I, I can't see the government coming down and trying to uh, put in more restrictions. Um, I mean, both tracks, Bridgeport and New Egypt, are already limited to 500 grandstand admission passes. They may drop that back but uh i can't i can't see the new jersey tracks if they do decide to come down hard and and do no fans i can't see them continuing to run but uh i hope it doesn't come to that because both both new jersey tracks made tremendous changes with the racetrack and and the track surface and, and like bridgeport with their 
fully redesigned racetrack in New Egypt, just put a new surface down and added more banking into the corners. So, um, and that that's definitely making the racing really good at New Egypt as well. I like that track. Well, like I said, when we went down, met you last year. I, I had a good time. I thought it was neat. I thought it was pretty cool. And the I, had, amazing. I had my doubts, but yeah. like they were quickly put to the side. I was very, I, I was impressed with it back then. I can't imagine what it's like now. Yeah, yeah, New, especially with more banking on it. Everybody pretty cool. Yeah, yeah New, New Egypt, I, I don't know why it's gotten a bad rap in the past, but um, it definitely it's never... Really, yeah, I'm, the facility's beautiful. The food is good. They ran a pretty good show, I thought. I mean, like, what's the problem? Yeah, no, and, and the racing surface. I mean, last year we had some tire wear issues uh, a few weeks, but this year they brought um, new clay, pretty similar to the clay at Middletown. They just keep it a little bit more moist. Um, so okay, they, yeah. So, so there's no, there's not an issue with dust at New Egypt. Um, it, it's not as slick as that, but it's, it still makes for very good racing. And uh, my tires look like brand new at the end of the night. I mean, we have zero tire wear at New Egypt. I, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the tires don't even get hot enough to put heat cycles in the tires. There you go, Mike. There's your heat cycle, bud. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, with the compounds that we're running, that it's – I mean, there, there's like the tires get up to about 110, 100, oh, 120 wow, degrees, cool. 120 degrees. Um, some nights, um, when it was drier for the test session, they got up to about 140 degrees, which that could affect it. But I mean, with no tire wear, it's it's pretty hard to um, to throw away a perfectly good tire. You yeah. can have a couple heat cycles in it. But, um, but no, I mean, the, the track made tremendous changes this year. And, and with no tire wear, that's going to save race teams a lot of money. Hundreds of dollars a week. I, I mean, the modified racers will race a set of tires at most tracks and throw the rears away right afterwards. I mean, the right rear definitely, the left rear could be gone. Um, and, and even if it's slightly used, we'll use it for a heat race, that's it. So, and that's at $180-something dollars a tire. You know, I, um, with some tracks with the tire wear, you could burn off all four tires. I mean, that's going to be an eight, close to an $800 bill. Wow. Yeah, I saw Bridgeport was having some issues uh, with some tire wear. Um, it, I don't know if it's because how dry, dry the track was or, or what. At the, the first race, there were definitely some issues with tire wear. But the more racing that, that's gone on, the more that they've been able to quell that issue. Um the tire has been getting better and better at Bridgeport every week, so I'm um, I'm very pleased to see that. And uh, I mean, Doug Doug was listening to the racers. That was the main complaint after the first week. I mean, I burnt all four tires off my car at Bridgeport the first week, and then each week it's yeah. And then the next week we burnt off two, and then the following week we could still use the right rear in a heat race. And that's uh, at most racetracks. I, I mean, that's what's going to happen. So. Now they're getting down to about a standard tire wear for, for most racetracks, um, especially in, in comparison to Grandview and um, Big Diamond. I mean, you're going to burn through – you might burn through a right rear. Um, our right rear wasn't even that bad after uh, last week's race at Bridgeport. So I, I was very happy to see, see Doug taking that into consideration and trying to make the track a little bit better for the racers and more friendly on their pockets. I don't know if you're aware of this, Ryan, but did you know there's no pepperoni pizza at Grandview? No. Uh, well, good for Grandview. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that. He's nasty. disgusted because he can't get pepperoni pizza at Grandview. I, 
what our other partner who isn't here tonight, she works the pizza stand, so our whole show is just making fun of her because there's no pepperoni pizza. Yeah, I mean, if you could get it's rid of... It's a travesty. It's a travesty. If you could get rid of pepperoni from all pizza places, that'd be fine by me. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. 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 Yeah, well, all right, well, thank you. Uh <laughs> So, Ryan, what uh, what are you looking forward to the most coming up? What race are you looking forward to most? Um, Honestly, uh, I'm pretty excited for the Super Dirt Series race down at Bridgeport. I mean, it's going to be the first Super Dirt Series show that they get in. It's going to be the first one. Who knows if, if that's going to be the last one as well. But, I mean, they're going to put put on a great show. I mean, they have a great field of drivers. I know a lot of people that are coming down from New York. So, we're going to have the best of the best there. And yeah. it, with the way that Bridgeport's been racing, I, I think that bringing in those drivers and having those drivers come in from the north and uh, competing against our drivers down here, I think they're going to put on a really good show. Um, it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a very, very good opener for the Super Dirt Car Series. And, and I think that they're going to be coming back to Bridgeport. Yeah, um, I was going to say, moving forward, it'll be great, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd, be, it'd be great to get the super dirt car series to come down to our yeah yes because it's for for guys like us and and some of the lower budget teams it's it's hard to or even highly funded teams it's it's hard to do the super dirt series with how far you have to go to to race i mean you're going up to canada and you're going up to new york um you're Way spending up. a tremendous amount of money trying to follow that series that's a hard Where, Yeah, yeah. So it, it's hard for us to justify going up there or, or doing the series. I mean, I'd like to. I mean, there's there's the best drivers in, in around that are racing that series, and um, it's it is one of the most prestigious series around here, um, if not the most. But you could get some more races, get some of the drivers down here more interested in in the Super Dirt series, and. Uh, maybe do a race at Grandview like they used to do in New Egypt. Maybe do a whole Southern Swing. Um, they used to. They used to years ago go down to Georgetown. They go all over the place. PA they would hit, Jersey, all over New York, Canada, all over. Now that's kind of like died out because it's, I don't know if it's probably too expensive. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, those guys that are running that series up north, it's, a, it's more affordable to them because they don't have to go that far. So right, when they yep. get down here, that's the cost to them. So they, they have to find a, a balance where they can try and entice some of our guys to go to their races. So maybe you do a Southern Swing, whereas they, they hit Grandview, maybe Big Diamond. Uh, New Egypt definitely would – or New Egypt would probably be interested in something similar. Because hey, they used to go to Susky, I believe, back in the day. They would come uh, – well, Flemington, Nazareth, all down. That, yeah, that would be fantastic if they did that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be great. I mean, to get some of our drivers to do that series – and. Another thing that's new this year, most of the racetracks around here with uh, Big Diamond, Grandview, New Egypt, and Bridgeport all switched to dirt legal bodies this year. So, so, yeah, so it's going to be much easier for them to pull guys from around here to go to their series because in the past you'd need a whole different body to run the – a super dirt series racer go up to a dirt sanctioned track. Like when we went to Middletown last year, we had to build a whole new body just to yeah. race that centennial race because every single one of our cars were, uh, 
they had they had larger bodies on them uh, in compliance with the rules down here. So now pretty much every single one of my cars, I have two in here, one in the other garage, another one in the other garage, um, and one in the trailer out back, one on the trailer in the back. But <laughs> every car besides that one over there has a dirt legal body on it now. But this car, this car right here was supposed to be my uh, Middletown small block before we oh, changed yeah, I was looking, our schedule. I'm so looking forward to that. So moving forward, if everything goes back to normal for 2021, what was your? Are you planning on going to OCFS again to try that, or you don't know that, or it's probably probably going to change now? Yeah, I mean the New Jersey tracks have made tremendous strides. I mean I right. couldn't imagine what what they were going to do this off season, whether it be New Egypt with their play. I mean we struggled with some tire wear there. Bridgeport, um, I would never in the past have, have gone and raced the five ace weekly because it, um, it was a little bit hard on equipment, but I, I mean, with what they did with Doug did with Bridgeport, I could definitely see myself going there weekly or new Egypt with their new clay, no tire wear, super racy. I mean, we were, you can come from 20th to the top five in, in a few laps at new Egypt now. Um, uh, I mean, the, the first week that we were there, I, st- I started 19th. We were in the top 10 by lap three. Um, and then last week, we came from 12th and, and battled our way up to third. So there's definitely tr- tremendous racing going on down in New Egypt. And, uh, I mean, we did one one race at Middletown this year. Um, and the, there was a very bad issue with dust up at that racetrack. Yep. Um, which... Uh, I actually got involved in an accident because I couldn't see the car in front of me. Uh, I mean, you're going, I was going down the straightaway and I couldn't even see the car in front of me on, on some of those restarts. And then you'd go into the corner and pray that no one's spun out there and then hope to God to hope that no one's going to be stopped there. I mean, we're doing a quarter throttle on those restarts. If you're anywhere behind the top six. So like I'm going a quarter throttle just so that I don't end up hitting somebody in front of me and then I make it into the corner and yeah, hope and pray. Yeah. They, there was a car stop there. I, I didn't know that I hit any, the only reason I knew that I hit someone was because my, I, I felt it. I couldn't even see it. Um, that's insane. Yeah. That's my old girl. Yeah. Still, still having issues with my old girl there. And I was supposedly Brett's take, supposedly Brett's taking care of that. It's getting yes. better each week that the dust is actually dissipating a little faster this, that, and the other thing. So uh, it's going to be a work in progress. Yeah. So I, I mean, in, until I, until I see. Yeah. Uh, improvements. Improvements with, with the dust. I mean, the racing there is very good. Um, yeah. I mean, the slick track experience uh, in racing with those guys, it's definitely, um, that will definitely make you a better driver. And it, they put on a great show. It's just for us. I, I can't really just guess where cars are going to be in the corner. Yeah, no, I don't play. That's a safety issue there. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, good way to tear up equipment and waste a lot of money. Or yeah. get hurt. Yeah, we, get hurt. I was just about to say that. I mean, we tore up our front end um, in that first feature, and then we came came back and came from uh, 28th. We worked our way up to 16th. Um, the the first feature, we, we came from the back as well, and we, we were up to, into, inside the top I don't even know, probably 13 or 15 before I, I wrecked out. So we probably would have had a decent starting position for the following race. 
But unfortunately, we wrecked out of that. Um, but I, I know that my friends want me to go up there. I have a bunch of friends racing at Middletown. They yeah, were just when we uh, spaghetti man. When, when spaghetti we spaghetti man, that's right, spaghetti. I mean, I I, I see all the time on, on Facebook. Uh, I thought he was racing Orange County. What happened to that? So uh, yeah, it's, all over the place. Place. it's like I just told you three times. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I, I've had, I've had, I'm, I'm not the press secretary, right? <laughs> I, I've had that on my post a lot, so maybe I'll clear it up here. I know I told you guys. Um, yes. With with the coronavirus situation, it, it's it seemed much yeah, but, uh, better yeah. to pick and choose where we were racing, it, and we've been doing that for for most of the season. We went to Grandview, we went to Baps, we went to uh, a bunch of different racetracks. And it seems like we're just following, falling back on, on New Egypt. I mean, with their, um, I mean, that's what we know. We're, we're management's very good. They're, they're getting the track better and better every week. Racing's very good. Um, I, you know, or you can come from the back to the front. I mean, you could also go from the front to the back, but the racing's good. It really brings out the, the driver in you there. So it, it definitely feel it's always been my home there. It, it felt like yeah. it, it'd be good to go back and, and see the, the changes that, that they were making. And after the first week of going there, it was um, clear to us that, that that's where we should stay for the, for the remainder of the season. Well, it, may, it makes sense if you if that's where you're comfortable and you're coming out there without tearing up equipment. You know, what I mean, that it makes sense to go there. So, I yeah, completely understand. Yeah, it's it's I I mean, the tire wears is definitely a, a huge factor in that as well. I mean, going coming out of New Egypt and your tires are brand new. When we grind tires, we have little uh, like nubs on the tires. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those, those are still on there after a 40 lap feature. Oh wow. oh, wow. Okay, so yeah. There's only one other track that has tire wear like that that I've seen, and that's Orange County. So, yep. Except for it, the dust. That's the only problem. Yeah. And how far it is away, so we got the, that too. The, I, I believe the clay from New Egypt and Orange County is, is very, very similar as well. Um, it's just New Egypt adds more water to it. And yeah, because Brad wants to keep it like a typical New York track is slick. So, yeah, New Egypt wants to slick it off too, um, and, and but they want to do that and at the same time minimize the dust. So they yeah. they they would rather have it a little bit heavier to begin with, as they find that sweet spot of between slick and and heavy and finding multiple groups on the racetrack, while also keeping it smooth and, and the dust down, um, because the it's hard to get fans to keep on coming back when when they're caked in dust afterwards um, i don't mind <laughs> uh, well yeah you say that mike i'll take you at court one night and then tell me that's fine let's go i don't i don't mind yeah. actually it, my, it, uh, the six, bridgeport race josh and i went to my cooler is still covered in dirt from that night <laughs> mike's mike saving it mike selected it and saved it sit in the uh the pit grandstands at Accord, you'll change your mind. I'm gonna yeah, go but, <laughs> yeah, just just sit at Accord, period. Like, you could have, like, say, like, Andy Bicchetti's hair is white, right? If Andy was in the stands, it would look like he dyed it black. <laughs> uh, hey, we're not kidding, dude. It's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's horrendous. Well, well Accord's a real small track, too, right? Yeah, like it's a quarter, a quarter mile. mile. Quarter mile, yeah. So, it's banked um, like, it's banked like, Bristol. 
So what's the what's the advantage to a tra uh, track sweep and the track flick over? Is that is that more put the race in the driver's hands? Uh, a slick track definitely brings out the driver. Um, with with the track heavier, it all most of the cars are fast. Um, it's it's more about uh, the more about the motor and less about the driver. Whereas once it slicks off, it's it becomes more down to the finessing it and uh, the driver's ability to keep the car under him and and keep it straight and and uh, work his way around the track. So I I don't have too much like slick track experience as in like Middletown and New York levels, but um, if New Egypt does slick it off a little bit, it should be roughly as as I, I believe as slick as I don't know if it's as slick as Middletown, but um, it should be slicker than the tracks around here. So it's, real slick. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm excited to to see uh, when they put less and less water on it and hopefully keep the dust down. But um, they they say they have it under control and and uh, hopefully they do. Gotta find that happy medium. That's all. Yeah, they're they're I think they know what they're doing. They they Ricky Grasso, the um, old track owner helping him out with with track prep and and trying to help i mean they're they're listening to multiple people to try and get the best surface possible for both the fans and the racers themselves so it, it's good that they're listening and and uh taking into account what or everyone else what everyone else uh things needs to happen so so you want to hang out with us for a while or what? we're going to start talking about some topics and stuff like that uh, I got about 20 minutes. So. That's about what we got too, sir. Sure. Um, well, first the hot hit, the hot shoe right now is Kyle Larson. What has he got? Like 50 wins this month or something like that? I think he's got 30 wins since, um, like the beginning of May. And he won last next week too, I think already, didn't he? Yeah. I heard he beat yeah. Shepard at outlaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He beat Shepard at outlaw this Friday coming up for the $3,500. <laughs> I, I would like to. I would like to see him in the modified. I think that'd be cool. If somebody, that'd be awesome. I saw or somebody had posted. Him a, somebody had somebody posted gives him a ride. About, I bet uh, you he jumps in one. Someone had posted like in the group a little while ago, like a couple like a couple weeks about uh, him versus Tim Buckwalter in like all different types of cars, like a modified. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Car, uh, yeah, I know who it was. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. It would be interesting to see how they would do because you know him I, I know him a, in the mod. I know a certain driver, favorite driver, my all-time favorite driver, could put him in a car. He'd probably say yes. I mean, Ryan, you and you and Larson are about the same size. Why don't you just uh, lend him the car for the night? Lend him the car? I, I have a couple. Uh, <laughs> it has to be sail panels, though. Has to be sail panels. Yeah, make him feel like at least it looks like a wing. He's used to that wing stuff. I think he'll get in anything, and, and he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when, when I was racing quarter midgets up at Eldora, they had the triple crown with the midgets. There are no wings on those things. I think he won every – he swept He swept the whole weekend, I believe. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, he can, he, he, can, he, he can race anything he jumps in. Yeah, I think it was the King's Royal, I believe, that weekend. Uh, they you, With the USAC quarter midgets, they used to bring him to – uh, if there was a track nearby, they'd bring them t at the same time as big shows and then give the kids all passes to go in and, and to the infield and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yep. so that so, so Tyler Sherry's putting um, – I guess he's rolling over more money because Shepard broke Friday. The Hurricane, Steve Payne won. So I guess he's rolling some more money. He's up to, what, added 3500 $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $
Same rules apply. Shepard needs to finish, right? Yes, on the lead lap. Finish on the lead lap. Yep. yep. So if he breaks like, the checkered, it's... Yeah, just like what happened to him last Friday. He broke the rear brake going into uh, one and two, and he smacked the wall hard, so I took him out. So mm-hmm. Tyler's like, well, technically, so he, I guess he decided, decided to roll. Outlaw looks like a pretty racy track. I watched it for the first time on pay-per-view Friday night. It was pretty pretty interesting, very uh, very racy. Yeah, I, I think I watched the Deo show there on uh, Dirt Track Digest. We were planning on going, we were planning on going up there, but um, the the weather looked like it was going to rain out. So I ended up getting the show in, but it wasn't enough for us to drive four and a half hours to Outlaw and get rained out. Uh, Landed Legends they didn't run their big blocks on Saturday due to curfew, so they're doing a double. So I'm surprised there's no uh, Downey up on uh, Larry White up there because what has he got, Mike? Like four in a row up there right now. Yeah, I think four in a row. Actually, Land of Legends is racing Wednesday night with fans in the stands. So, I saw that. So I guess everybody's telling Adolph Cuomo to go stick it. We're running with fans. I think Lebanon Valley had the best handling on it when they posted that. Um, the restaurant. What they say? Yeah, come out to the world famous Lebanon Valley concession stand. Yeah, um, that's the that's the clubhouse. Yeah, that's yeah, the clubhouse yeah. out around back. Feel free to sit in the stands, and we hope that the uh, racing doesn't bother your yeah something yeah. dining and dining experience. Yeah. Well, Albany's only like 20 minutes from there, so soon saw the fear got word of that. Oh no, you can't do that. Can't do that. Rumor, well, has, uh, rumor has if there's no fans in the next two weeks up there, that uh, Howie might have to shut it down for the rest of the year. I mean, you can't really blame him though. I mean, that's a lot of money he's losing out on. Yeah, and there goes to the Mr. Dirt USA. Right? Uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? You know what I mean? It's just a, such a it's a train wreck in my home state. Yeah, we're um, you're, you're up by Middletown, right? Yes, yes. So Orange County was that was my second home on Saturday nights. Yeah, I, I mean, ho- hopefully our governor doesn't impose too many restrictions. I, I mean, I can't see him doing it down in New Jersey, um, which it, it'd be rare for New Egypt to be the last state to um ban fans uh you know i i mean it seems like pennsylvania is closer to doing it than new jersey is yeah which is going to anger a lot of tracks and the race fans out there because they're yeah, i was i was really looking forward to like you gular all those uh some of you jersey pa guys running orange county on a normal base i was really and all of a sudden this this happened but it is what it is yeah, I can't speak for Mike, but I don't. I don't think that he's he's going back this year. I don't. No, I don't think so. I think he's going to stay around here. Yeah, he's he's been doing very good at Grandview and some of the. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, he did last night. year. He was, <laughs> he, he was third in big block points last year at Orange County, so that's not too bad for your first time ever running a season at a track you've never been to. Yeah, Mike Mike was very impressive up at Orange County. Um, I, I became friends with him last year after. Uh, after Accord, when his hauler broke down, but um, yeah. and he but, uh, second that night. Yeah, in somebody else's car. Like like Ricky's car. Yep. Yeah, he he blew he blew up the truck on on the way to Accord. Luckily, about ten minutes from my house. Um, and then he blew up his car once he got there, and then hopped in Mike Ricky's car. We got that thing ready for Mike. I mean, the, the seat was big. Uh, uh, I forget what kid. Uh, drove it. He runs like the 873 up at up at Axford. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Wells. Yeah, so that was his seat 
and uh, Jim, Jimmy's the larger, yeah, Jimmy's a larger guy, and Mike isn't so yeah. much. So we we no. had to stuff we had to stuff like six inch foam pads in the sides of the seat. It definitely <laughs> seemed, but, but Mike made it work, and that that car, I I think uh, R- Ricky said that 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 thing was like sitting in the back. They just pulled it out and put spare parts on the car just to get it as a backup car for that race. And then they let Mike drive it and he drove it from last to second. Yep. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike's family's have raced there for years. His father and his brother and him, they're all past champions there. Mm-hmm. I, I've never had the pleasure of racing up at Accord. Besides the slingshot. It was never banked like that when I was a kid. I mean, they, then they banked it like, t- yeah, take Bridgeport and make it small, Mike. That's Accord. But really, really very, very dirty. It's actually kind of, it's more similar to Grand. It's like a smaller Grandview. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. You're small. Yeah, like real small. <laughs> I think Grandview is more banked, but the most banked track around here is Bridgeport by far. Yeah, now it is by far. I think it even beats the Valley. Yeah, Bridgeport, well... The thing with Bridgeport is it's progressive. I I think I don't think that the Valley's progressive. I think it's banked no. pretty much the same. Yep. Uh, but Br- Bridgeport, it's pretty much flat on the bottom, and then it gets more and more banked as you get towards the top. And that, that that's why that top is that preferred groove up at Bridgeport because you run up there and that hill coming down propels the car down the straightaways. It just gives you such a big run on anyone that's in front of you. And it's either, if a car slides up, you either hit the brakes or you're going to plow right through. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of that, another hot topic is the accident from Bridgeport, which I want to go oh, ahead yeah. and that yeah. it was 100% not go-down's fault. Yeah. 100% I mean, not go-down's fault. I want, my, I want Mike on that. I, I just think it was a racing deal, to be honest. Like, Ryan looked like he came low. He wanted to kind of keep, Buck down there, and they just got hooked, and and he bounced, and unfortunately caused a big wreck. And Timmy Buckwalter got hurt, so we wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's like the one thing. Like out of all this stuff, like no matter what we say about any driver or anything like that, like that's like the one thing that nobody yeah, ever wants to have here. to see is have someone go through that i mean he's he's like what he broke his tibia fibula and his tore his acl that's that's just yeah Yeah, he's a mess yeah you might not see him for the rest of the year unfortunately and he was doing pretty damn good to say the least i mean he He won at at bridgeport grandview and big diamond it's just like the the, the dude was was crazy yeah he's getting this modified thing down the guy from open wheels and stuff so i'm pretty impressed with him is his versatility now too yeah, he was consistently fast there at Bridgeport. Um, Godown's been actually really fast, consistently fast at, at Bridgeport too. Um, Scoo- yeah, Scooby, Scooby's been consistently fast. Um, so a lot of guys have been consistently fast there. Yeah, Lawbach definitely. Lawbach definitely has the uh, big blocks down. He even said it in Victory Lane. He says that he's never. I think he said he's never felt more comfortable in, in the big block than ever before, like this year or just being in the big block overall he says it's just like where he wants to you know that's what he, he was enjoying and he's still trying to work out the kinks in his small block and all that but yeah i, I know i know scooby very very well he was my mentor yeah. when I first started um he's he's been a big block driver he loves big blocks um if he could race a big i mean that's why i like bridgeport so much he could run a big block every week um 
and he he seems to have the big blocks down down pretty good. But Sco- Scoob is definitely a big block driver. But I I, yeah. I think that Specs have an advantage at, at Bridgeport. Slight, he does. slight as it may be. Scooby does does quite well when he comes up north against the New York boys. He can definitely hang with them. He always yeah. has good runs with them. I heard he's a hell of a uh, body fabricator too. Just saying. Scoob used to build my Scoob built my bodies for I think my first four years. Uh, on, on my first, he oh. <laughs> you, guys, you just got to start laughing. <laughs> what's what's the problem? Just you know, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> you guys are. I, <laughs> I hate, I hate them both of you right now. Trying to have a very have have a see serious conversation here. Ryan, Ryan, you see what I got to deal with on a on a weekly basis. I can't take these guys anywhere. Yeah, they don't they don't have to act their age. Oh, oh, how about these two? Hey, Josh, you're you're going live in the wrong group, you idiot. Let's go to the modified. Let's show the modified feature for Bridgeport and the sprint car. You see what you see what happens when you give a man too many PBRs. That's what happens see? when the man has too too many PBRs. You just can't do it. You can't do it. I, I mean, nobody should have to drink PBRs. And I'm, I'm, I, don't, yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, as a recovering alcoholic, it's really good on tap. <laughs> it really is. I mean, so let's just take all the New York drivers now and just have them come down here since we, you know, people can come out and play and go to the races down here. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun, but uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty expensive for the New York guys to haul all the way down here to race. That's what they do for a living. They got the money. Not all of them do it for a living. I, I would say a handful of them do it for a living. A lot. More like you your Shepard, your Friesen, your Larry White, they all do it for Johnson. a living. But Johnson, what's that? Steve Johnson, Steve Payne, still. What yeah. about Gitter Dunn? Does Dunn do Is that his living race? or? Billy Dunn, Billy Dunn has an ice cream store. He's the ice cream king up in New York. He's the ice oh. Frosties, Frosties, I believe, in uh, Watertown. Yeah, that's We're just outside Syracuse. Yeah, if you're ever up, it's uh, right near Evans Mills Speedway. Yep. Yeah, okay. So we'll, so that, up, we'll have to go out there and get some ice cream then. And we just hit Brewerton and Fulton, and we'll go to Evans Mills. How's that? We'll make okay. a road trip, Central okay. New York guys. I, I raced Ev- Evans Mills up in uh, with that NEMA series. So that's a far drive, too. That's about three and a half from me. Yeah, so that's like four and a half or five hours from me. Now, do you think teams should pay, spend more money on equipment or just go ahead and just let's just go buy a, a brand new enclosed trailer for absolutely just to say we did it? Trailers don't win races. Very good. So Thank there you. There you go. There you have it. Simple, I mean, I remember simple, back in right the day, to the point. <laughs> Bob McCready used to just show up with the, the ramp trucks and everybody else had enclosed trailers. And we all know what Bob McCready did in his career. Mm-hmm. It's it's the guy behind the wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, equipment is is a hundred percent one of the most important things that, that you have to um, have. Uh, you have to have good equipment. You have to get, have good support, good setups. Uh, I mean, you need to be a good driver too. But um, it's it's definitely and ex- experience is also key. It's 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 hard yeah. racing against these guys that have forty or 30, 20, 40, 50 years of experience. Like like Big, Big Billy, he was racing since, since before my dad was born. So, or maybe while well, my dad was like two, he started. I, like he's I, been racing, yeah, he's been racing since 75. Okay, so my dad was four. I, I asked Von, Von Doren. I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, my, 
I, I asked Andorra, I said, you, you have a lot of years here, don't you? He goes, or I, I forget how many years he said, but he he looks a lot younger than, than he is. Oh, your dad? No, no, Craig. Oh, Craig, Craig's like 56, 57. Yeah, I thought he was in his 40s, and then he said he had, like, he, start, he started, or I think he said yeah. 30, 30 something, like 40 Did years. Look at Jeff Strunk. Jeff Strunk looks like he's 75. <laughs> Strunk, he's yeah. a great guy. They're, they're, they're all, all, all of these drivers, people love to hate on him, but they, they're, they're all yeah, speaking of Strunky, I mean, he finally got that monkey off his back at Big Diamond. He looked yeah, very not, impressive not in, that, in that. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, man, when you're in victory lane, That's you're in victory saying. lane. It doesn't matter, especially when saying. you're going up against with, you know, can arguably your 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 main competition, competition. there, Von Doren. I mean, it. I didn't. I didn't know what. I didn't know what was going to happen once he got. Once he finally got by Nick uh, there for a second, it was like. What's he got? And he just stuck it there at the bottom, and I just saw it every lap after lap after lap. He was just getting closer, closer, closer. Craig switched to the bottom on him on the one lap. Jeff went to the outside, faked like he was going to the inside on the front straightaway, faked it back out to the outside, just drove right past him. And I was like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. This is this is going to be – like I, I knew it was going to be a great battle, and then Jeff finally got around him there, and that was it. That's all she wrote. And then your buddy, uh, your buddy Matt picked up the first uh, Twin 20 there. Yeah, good I, on I, that one. I had a, I, I was at a friend's birthday party with Dirt Track Digest on uh, on my phone. Gotcha. So we we were all watching. That's me, his first career and, win there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's his first career win at, at Big Diamond. I think he is he's one one or two at New Egypt. I think one was tri- one was tripped, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that was last year, I believe, wasn't it? He 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 got two wins at New Egypt last year, um, although one went to Papias. But we all saw what was that, Mike? Last time on the five H, we were there last August. He almost he almost got it. He almost got oh, one yeah. going in, and he looped it. Yeah, <laughs> he was, the no, I mean, the kid, the kid with it was like two what two laps to go. Yeah, two, two laps, laps to go. go and, and he, two uh, laps to go. He came hard. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna get, and he just spun out. <laughs> yeah, that that's. Oh, that was the Tommy Dreamer night or Beamer, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, see, at night Tommy uh, Beamer broke the shock. Uh, yeah, when he's tired. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm mostly fo- I I watch races when I can, but most of the time I'm focused on on my own deal. I'm yeah. trying to get, things ready for for the next race i mean we we still have a lot of work to do before we we're ready for the weekend i mean the speedster we have a lot of work to do before wednesday and then, and then the, this car over here that you can't see it's out of frame my uh deo big block that that thing where we have to get ready for uh georgetown that's going to be some work and then the other car we we're putting in a new drivetrain and that thing after breaking that at bridgeport all right, before we wrap this up, serious question. Rules on a lap car. You're coming as a leader. What if he's not going to get out of the way? You move him? Um, well, well the thing with, with the blue flag, you, I mean, you're you're told when you when you get it, or it's people call it the move over flag, but it's not the move over flag. You're supposed to hold your line as a lap car yep, because. Yep. So if you're running the top, you stay on the top. If you're running the bottom, you're running, you run the bottom. And if the leader's fast enough to get around you, he'll get around you. 
But um, the leader can use some force if if they need to. But um, yeah, but the lap cars need to hold their line or else that could get bad. Yeah, we've seen that happen before too. Many Does that times. vary per track, or is that just kind of like a universal thing? Like, um, is there certain tracks that'll be like, hey, if you see this, you need to do this, or is it just kind of like across the board, like it's a general? Most drivers would agree you're supposed to hold your line. Some tracks will tell you to move move down or or something, but that's not. But if the track tells you to move down, and then you move down, and then the leader goes down that's... to pass underneath you, you could yeah. end up wrecking the leader. Yeah. So, I mean, the leader's been studying you for the last three or four laps. They, they, as they've been closing in, they can see what you're doing at uh, every corner, and they can find a plan to get underneath you. And if, if you screw up that plan because the track or, or you see the flag or the track tells you to move over, that could screw up the leader and, and it can cause a wreck. But and that's happened multiple times as well. I've, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> it, it. It gets hairy when you get into lap cars. But you just have to res- just run your race, run your line, and, and just try not to wreck the leader. <laughs> Pick and choose. Yep. But, yeah, All right, I mean, Ryan, we, uh, we appreciate you coming on, bud. It's always, uh, always fun chatting with you. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Anyway, right, Mike, guys. Yeah, it was great. Like I said, thank you, uh, Ryan, again, for being our first guest and all that stuff. And good luck to you the rest of the year. Stay safe, of course. Oh, I, I appreciate it. Feel free to stop by the pits whenever you're at one of the races. And me and Mike, right, me and Mike want to come down. Yeah, we want to come down to the shop and pick uh, pick in the scrap pile for our, for our boys so again. So. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think that we just – I think that we made a uh, – Run to the scrapyard. Oh, um, yeah. We'll have to wait over the winter, Mike, I guess. Yeah, you're, you'll probably have to wait until either I junk a car or uh, we're getting... Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. No. We can Go still on. be a bike like forward. Is it still salvageable? <laughs> Damn. No, I, yeah, I, we I, hope I, that you don't junk any cars. That's no, right. don't junk. Yeah, no, don't junk any cars. I, I've, I've had enough bad luck this year. I junked a car yeah. in Florida, junked a motor at Georgetown which is the following race after Florida. So finally our luck's starting to change. Um, maybe it was fate that my drivetrain broke in the heat race at Bridgeport um, so that I wasn't in that wreck. But, yeah, ho- I'll, I'll get you guys some panels. All right, you're the man. All right, we're signing off. Once again, thank you, Ryan. Good luck for the rest of the year. Uh, right. Well wishes to Tiki Buckwalter. We're going to sign off for PBR Josh Schaefer. Big Daddy. Mike, Clark, Griswold, and me, The Mouth. Mike, take her out. All right, guys. Today's episode was brought to you by J.O. Photography, the official graphic designer and photographer of The Loud Pedal. Any graphic or photography needs, hit up J.O. Photography on Facebook. That's all, folks.